Hey friends, how are you? I hope you and your loved ones are doing really well this week. I am very excited for when you listen to this and the saga of what is to come. Because I think we're going to have a month of podcasts about something we either all know, love, have loved, and don't love anymore. Will love, whatever. Alcohol. Um, So yeah, if these... Topics could be triggered to you. I am so sorry, but we are also trying to. Well, first off, I am sorry, period. But we are trying to have conversations. I'm going to talk about my journey, my relationship with it, um, just give you some more information about me. And then I already have four people that are interested in talking about it on the podcast. So then I want to talk to them. I have one friend that has really interesting theories of like why the culture of alcohol is so prominent. I have friends that have grown through alcohol or have healthy relationships with alcohol because like the biggest thing here is um, before we jump into the ad and then the episode, I am completely sober. I've been completely sober for about two years now, Um, but I used to not be. Um, I used to, people used to refer to me as an alcoholic. Um, I used to have actually a very bad problem with drinking. Um, I didn't quit because... If I were to drink again, I wouldn't be able to control myself. I quit for other reasons. I'll get into it. But, but, (laughs) um, like, it's kind of like soda. Some people, like, you don't down a six-pack of soda. Like, alcohol and soda are bad for you. Like, people, why do you down six cans of it? You don't down six cans of, like, soda or something without alcohol, you know. You don't take shots of soda or, like, the liquid that soda is. Sometimes people have it with dinner or it's a good pairing for something like wine and cheese or like beer and like, I don't know, there's a bunch of things that go well with beer. I don't know because I really don't ever drink beer. Um, But yeah, so get ready to jump into my past, present and future. And then again, if hearing about me isn't your super cup of tea, I'm going to make very clear in the um, titles what the episodes are going to be about with each person like if it's about the culture about their journey so you can determine if you are able and willing to listen to the episode because I know this could be a very overwhelming topic for some people but anyways let's get into it this podcast episode is to my mind went to like read it super fast as like a disclaimer but this podcast episode is to educate It is to talk about these issues um, because what happened in my scenario and in my life was not the way it should go. Um, It's not healthy, so I don't want either employers, friends, family, children to somehow stumble across this episode and think, wow, Sarah drank at 12. I should be drinking at 12. Please never touch an alcohol bottle until you're of legal age. I think that's why I have so many mental issues is because I drank before my brain was fully formed. Um, partially, but I think that there are regulations on it for a reason. I mean, I know different countries do it differently. Like Europe has some things at like 16 and like 18 is the other, other age for stuff. So like, I just think it's better to make an educated choice that I didn't do and everyone does differently, you know? Um, but so I'll start off with, yes, I did have my first sip of alcohol at 12. I went to a 
My friends and I walked a mile and a half to a um, bottle store, like, next to my church, and bought a ridiculous amount of Four Locos, and then went to drink on our middle school playground. Maybe I was 13? I don't know. All I know is we were hanging out there, and all of a sudden we saw police lights come, because, like, there were kids on a playground at night, and we ran... And then my friend got really drunk, and I really didn't get drunk, but my friend got really drunk, and her mom almost killed me, and she told me that I had overnight to tell my mom what happened, because she'd be calling my mom in the morning. So I told my mom, and my mom was like, this is not going to be the last time this happens to you, like, I need you to just be smarter, like, I really, I don't remember the entire conversation, but she, like, wasn't about to wring my neck. And either way, I don't think that there was any way that she, like, I think she reacted fine. Um, But that was my first thing of alcohol. And my friend got really drunk because her parents were just divorced. And she was going through a lot. And, like, she very easily used it as a coping mechanism. She's like, that's just what my parents did. Like, and all this stuff. And growing up, my father had a very bad problem with alcohol. And he would do the same thing. And I was like, he can't deal with things. So he's just going to go downstairs and drink. So I always saw alcohol as being this, like, big problem around me. And I was like, I'm never really going to drink. Like, I don't like how people are when they drink. Yada, yada. That was, let's say, 13. 15-ish comes around and you go to, like, house parties in high school and there's beer. And I, I wasn't super into it, like, my freshman, sophomore year. Junior year, I was an animal. I just started drinking all the time. I don't know why. I don't know. I mean, I was, like, super, like, depressed when I was, like, sophomore year of high school. And then I got out of it. I got out of this depression and went right to, like, ooh, I'm going to be party. Like, party all the time. Like, flirt with all these people. Like, drink, drink, drink. Go out all the time. And then, like, my senior year came and I don't know why. Like, I, looking back on it, I don't think that there was any, like, crazy problem. Like, I think I just... I don't know if I wanted to be cool by, like, drinking alcohol and not having a problem or, like, what. But I would take... It's still at my dad's house, and it's pretty much all water at this point. Um, It's in the basement. They're Jaeger, and I would take their Jaeger and fill up, like, a quarter of the way of, like, this giant red cup we got from Madison Square Garden at a Billy Joel concert with Jaeger and the rest of, like, an iced tea mix, and I would drink it on my drive to school. Not on my drive to school. Sorry. I would drink it, like, I just have it in the back of my car because I was, like, worried about open container walls. I had some, some recollection. And then I would just, like, drink in the parking lot before going into school. I would, like, have bottles in the bed of my pickup truck. So I could, like, take a swig before something and, like, have them hidden in clothes. Like, it just was dangerous um I I never drank and drove it was something that I knew I mean not only is it illegal but um I knew whatever shit I was going on I couldn't risk hurting someone else because I was messed up um but it just was I literally, like, I remember winning student of the month and my dad came. It was, like, right before my 18th birthday and I was drunk. Like, I walked up in the church, like, to the little stage to accept an award for student of the month and I was, like, drunk. And I just had to, like, hide it. And, like, I would drink all the time. Like, I had to drink. Like, I, I felt like I had to. Like, I'd drink 
anytime I could. And it's just crazy to think about. And then I went to college and I was like, maybe I got my partying out in high school, like kind of over it. And then I like party with some of my freshman roommates. And like, I remember one time my friend, he went to help me cause I was like slipping and we lived in a, in a, well, like a dorm that was cinder block. And I bet I like whammed my head away from him cause I thought he was going to like kiss me and I was dating someone else. And I like banged my head into the wall so bad I gave myself a concussion I was like throwing up for days afterwards and I threw up at college all the time that year and then like I would go back to Long Island and I was a sailing instructor and sailors drink and so like would go drink and just like party and that's all it was we were excited for it to just go party and be crazy and be around each other but like it was the culture that I loved I loved joking about like whose snapchat story had the person the drunkest like who had to throw up first who played water water games to rehydrate and all these games and all this like silly stuff and it was like a bonding thing and then I went to Australia and I did the same thing it was bonding going out to the club drinking like and then I came home and I stopped a little bit Just because, like, school picked up like crazy and I was mostly spending my time with John and I didn't have a lot of friends at that point in my life. And then I, um, I also would always get anxious drinking and then driving. Like, even, like, as as a 21-year-old, like, you can have a drink and then drive, like, an hour later. I didn't like it if I, like, was going anywhere and even having one drink. Like, I felt like I couldn't drive. So, like, if I was driving, I was like, nope, nope, no drinks. Don't want to risk it impairing me ever. So, like, I just wouldn't if I was, like, meeting a friend for dinner. And then... My grad school year came around and John and I had broken up for a little bit. So I went like wild, crazy party. But again, it was like this social thing. Like we had nothing else to really do or like to go out and meet people. So like we'd just get drunk and go out. Um, I've never been like a dancer. So it's not like I wanted to like go out and drink and dance. Like it was just about going out and drinking and like. I would dance maybe if I had a few drinks in my system, but, like, I guess I'm not that loose organically, like, but if I need a drink to do something, I don't, to me, I don't need to do it. So, then we're going to fast forward to present me. Um, When I went on Wellbutrin for depression, I was told I wasn't allowed to drink with it or I really shouldn't drink with it, Um, and I got anxious about what it could do to my body, so I decided to stop drinking, and everyone immediately was like, oh my god, you're pregnant, oh my god, you can't not drink, like, who are you, like... All this stuff, I had, like, a friend tell me that, like, I wasn't fun if I drank. And it just was, like, really sad. And I was, like, I guess people only really wanted me around because I was, like, this fun drunk and, like, I was a literal train wreck. And so I took a lot of time to sit with those feelings because it's been two years of not drinking now. And, like, even my bachelorette party, a lot of people were, like, no, I want to go out and drink. I want to go through this and like one of my bridesmaids was like no like if Sarah doesn't want to drink like we could bring stuff for us to drink but like we're not going out and getting belligerent like that's not what she wants and like it was just this like whole weird thing of like oh like being a shutting like not going out and doing stuff and it's like I'd rather go out to a coffee shop or like go out on a hike or like stuff like that I realized that like I don't want my Saturday mornings like taking care of myself because I literally poisoned myself the night before and I'm so sick that like I can't function the next day um the more I spent the time like researching about alcohol I was like 
why am I doing this to myself? It's it's literally poisoning. Like when you're like, oh my god, like I'm I'm fading, like or whatever they say nowadays. It's me showing my age. Um, like slurring your speech, not being able to walk, like throwing up. That's what John had two weeks ago when they were poisoned by pesticides. Literally, if I didn't know that they were exposed to pesticides and had a problem, it looked like they were just po- like that they were just drunk. But I knew that they were poisoned, you know, like it just it was the exact same thing. And I'm like, this this shit is just poison. It affects all of your organs. Like we used to play hydration games when I was like teaching sailing. And it was like we literally were drinking something that was taking all the water like out of us that was dehydrating us like there's nothing good about it. Trust me, I love the taste of a good mark and I'll love a few sips. But even, like, a lot of people have been in my DMs talking to me about it, and I love hearing it, and I'm very excited to have some conversations with other people, either on a sober, curious journey that have found a healthy relationship with alcohol and stuff. And, like, a lot of my friends are, a few of my friends are like, oh, like, I love having, like, a nice beer with dinner, or I love going to a a brewery and having, like, a beer with some pretzels, like, as a social thing. And it's like, that's awesome. You know, like, that's going, that's like going to get coffee, Coffee is not 100% the best thing for you either. Soda isn't either. But, like, you could go have a meeting over them, you know, and just use them for, like, a social thing. But, like, you don't go and take shots. I already mentioned this in the beginning of the episode. My bad. But, like, taking shots just seems like it's, like, this desire to be drunk quicker. Like, I would kill to be able to finish an entire Diego's from Newport Margarita and just sit and talk to someone about their day. Now I worry about the effects of alcohol on me. So like, it just makes me too anxious, but I would love to sit there with something and someone else could have an alcoholic beverage. I will never tell people like not drink in my vicinity, but like if someone's like, Oh, I'm going out to get trash or like, Oh, I'm going out to like drink and dance. I'll be like, okay, like I hope you have fun. Like I'm just not going to go. Um, But yeah, so I think that that's been a big shift for me and kind of just growing with the relationships around me because of it. Um, Some people I've definitely had to like let drop off and some people have definitely hopped on and it's been really awesome. And I've seen so many more people be like sober curious or like go down the sober route. Um, I really, I really enjoy it. Like I never thought I would. Like I remember in high school, I had to like take a medication I couldn't drink and someone was like oh my god you can't drink for six weeks like you're gonna die and like I never want someone to refer to me that way ever again you know I know it was high school and like you're very different from who you are then but I was like I don't want to be that person ever anymore and I've been able to just spend so much more time taking care of myself and not just nursing myself back to health after poisoning but the other thing I wanted to talk about was kind of the culture around it like I mentioned on my Instagram story that, like, I will carry the long, thin LaCroix so they look like white claws so people won't ask me. Um, I remember at my wedding, like, my husband was, like, taking shots um, because, like, they like drinking, like, occasionally on big occasions. Um, But we've also talked a lot about changing our relationships with alcohol, even for ceremonious things. And, like, I went in there and everyone was taking shots and, like, a few people were like, why aren't you drinking? And I was like, because I don't want to. And they're like, okay, but why? Like... And it's just, what difference does it make? I get that all the time. Even, like, we went to a barbecue and I wasn't drinking. It was like, oh, why are you drinking this? And I was like, because I want to. 
And it's like, does it help you to know that I was an addict when I was 17? Does it help you to know that then I got a healthy relationship with alcohol and that now I've just made the conscious decision? At some points when I was like 17, 18 in college, I told myself I wasn't allowed to drink anymore because I knew I was going down a bad route. What they do say like once an addict, always an addict, like always in recovery. But like the mental state that I'm at now, like I would not view myself as an addict or that if I drank, I'd worry about losing control. Because I've had plenty of opportunities to drink. We have drinks in our fridge right now. And like if anything, I just take a sip of them and then dump them out because I let, I miss the taste occasionally. And then I just dump it out like. I mean, like, the taste of a marg or something like that. Like, I don't miss the taste of Tito's. <laughs> but, um, I don't know if that's counterintuitive. But I hope you understand what I'm trying to say of just, the culture is just toxic. Like, why is it a problem if someone's not drinking? Like, if someone's not drinking soda, you're not going to be like, oh, why aren't you drinking soda? I even get it with coffee, too, if I'm not drinking coffee. Oh, why aren't you drinking coffee? Because I don't like it or I don't want it. I'll grow up or I'll do this. It's like... Maybe it just gives me really bad anxiety and I hate bringing up my mental health, inhibiting me from doing something, even if I don't want to do it. I don't like coffee that much and I don't like drinking and they might inhibit me from doing those things. But like, I don't want to keep talking about things that make me feel limited, you know? Um, but it just, I remember I used to ask people all the time too, like when they weren't drinking, oh, like you don't drink. And part of me was like, it'd be good to know if they're like an addict so I won't make like alcohol jokes or things like that and I was like realistically it just food drink whether it be alcohol or a cheeseburger or a salad should not be joked about because so many people have things going on that could be a lot for them and like they just they feel like and jokes if that's something you have to make a joke about you're not that funny so um yeah I just I thought that that was really interesting and I've just been like sitting on a lot of feelings about alcohol lately um, for multiple of reasons, but nothing I could really put a pinpoint on. Um, definitely looking back at my wedding, we're, we're not a drinky people and we were thinking about doing a, a dry wedding and I really regret not doing one. But honestly, like, despite like a few, like less than a handful of people, no one really got belligerent. So like no one's really trying to black out anymore, which is nice. But it was always in the back of my mind. Um, but yeah, I just, I thought the relationship with alcohol is a very interesting one in our society. And my friend Shannon had mentioned wanting to come on the podcast. And I know they're going to have a whole lot to share that. They were like talking to me this morning and she like blew my mind. I was like, oh my God, I didn't even think about it this way. And I want to leave that for her episode. And just like, I don't know. I can appreciate the growth that I've gone through of not drinking and I don't even have a date of when I stopped drinking it was around summertime so probably like late May of 2021 so oh it's been a year sorry I'm wrong it's been about a year um the last time I drank was at our housewarming party so I think that was May of 2021 so it just it's been a lot of growth um, it's been a lot of, like, I guess you grow up and you learn, but it's also, like, I talk so much shit about alcohol, but, like, I'm also, like, the first one to go get Taco Bell, and that shit's just as bad for you, I think. Um, but, sorry, I just looked over and we have that little bird feeder in our window, and Burleo just ran up to it and smacked the shit out of it because a bird was in it, and I feel so bad. But, 
yeah, so one day at a time, my friends, and your relationship with things can always change. Right now, this is where I'm at with alcohol, and after, like, viewing it as poison and, like, something really, really, like, bad for you, I'm struggling to find it any other way. But that's also okay. Um, but everyone else will have a different journey. And I'm so excited to share everyone else's journey with you and just like talk through it and be open and raw and share it all with you. So if you listen to this, um, let me know if you have any questions or anything you want me to cover with people, um, especially like for the alcohol, obviously for the alcohol, sorry, um, just in my DMs, I'll probably make a post about too, just in case. But again, I hope you and your loved ones are doing so, so, so well until next time. Bye.